Uh, okay. I think I'm ready. Really? I think so. Oh, yeah. one thing I was going to say, though, that was interesting was when I, I came down and I accidentally plugged the microphone into the USB-C port that was closer to me instead mm-hmm. of the one that's further away. And uh, mm-hmm. the mic did not light up at all. And then I unplugged it and plugged it into the other one, and it lit up. So, <laughs> like, solid not Mac getting hardware. enough juice or something. I don't know uh, what was. I'm not sure what the deal was, but it was not working in that one port. Don't they rate ports differently? Like on the yeah, 13s? they do. Yeah. So it's yeah. I mean, that's <sighs> something that I read is like these these ports are like. <laughs> Even though they the all place. look exactly the same, mm-hmm. um, they uh, they're not. They behave differently. Yeah. Yep. So that's fun. So thank God for YouTubers with their little Volt things that they stick in ports and they show you how much. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have a, do you have a, a, so here's a dad question for you. Go. Do you have a, um, a thing that reads like battery power? Battery charges like, like you can stick a battery up to and whatever was that yeah. ampometer? I don't know. Uh, what yeah, called, it's a battery chargeometer. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a voltometer. Right. I think is the technical voltometer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have one of those? And, yeah, I did at one point in my dad okay. life. Okay. And the moves since the divorce, I lost access to that. Uh, it was an oversight <laughs> on my part. And typically I try to go, so when I buy batteries, I try to buy at Costco and I try to buy the ones that have the little built in meters, even though I think those are kind of bullshit. Uh-huh. Um, they're at least, at least if something's not working, you can say, Oh, this battery's dead. This one still seems to be good. Good go. Um, but I, I've been debating whether or not I need to get that. Okay. Well, I'm John Waltz and I'm running out of full battery today. John Armstrong, I'm nowhere near full. I am so not full. Welcome to Turning This Car Around. Oh my Once God. again, Lex is traveling. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it's fine. Just us. Maybe. Just us I again. I didn't think about this, John, but maybe we need to have both Dan and James Thompson on this show. <laughs> neither of them are dads right but the whole premise of that show might be that we would give them you know sort of like well if you're thinking about becoming a father here's some things (laughs) i'm sure they would love that (laughs) i'm sure they would too free advice from noted experts and america's favorite podcast Mm -hmm. right yeah john and Uh john Mm-hmm. Um, the, the reason I asked about the voltometer thing was we had a guy come out to, um, this was stupid on my part, but, uh, it ended up working out. Okay. The, the, one of the, our, uh, security system sensors, uh, the battery was low. Oh no. And so, but, but you know, of course it doesn't tell you that it just tells you that the, that there's an error with it. So we had to then come out to look at it. And of course it's just a low battery and, uh, no, the guy said, the guy said, I'm not going to charge you for the, the labor. Um, it's like, okay, good. And, and, uh, and I was thinking, I, well, what would the labor be? And, mm-hmm. and then I didn't ask him that, but later he told me and he said, he said, if he had charged me, so it was like, it ended up being like, you know, like 15 bucks or something. He just charged me for the battery. And then, um, he said, if he had charged me for the labor, it would have been like $140. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you're kidding. No, anyway, they, yeah. He so he had one of those thingies. 
he had mm-hmm. one of those voltometer things and and was like you know checking the battery and i thought that is a very handy device i should probably have one of those yeah i think every every house needs uh one of those and i you know it's such a radio shack thing right like radio shack yeah. can have that yeah we used to have a radio shack in walking distance but you know oh my god now there aren't anymore and it was there for years it was there i mean the whole time that we've lived in in the north part of tacoma and it's been within basically within walking distance and uh and i used to i did go i went to it a fair amount but not enough, apparently. <laughs> Not enough to keep it, keep it, keep it afloat, <laughs> Keep John. it from going out of business. <laughs> uh, what I love about this, I just sent you a link to a Sears page. <laughs> and uh, it's like, you know, $10, $16, $20, 359 dollars $1,200. Like, there's no 500 There's no 50 It's, yeah. By the way, the badass ones are actually here's one two sixty four, two oh eight, and one. Oh those God. are crazy. You hang them over a wire, and it just reads it. Like you loop, you loop it over a wire, and that's it. It'll it'll just pick it up and read it. It's crazy. Um, I'm assuming his is his would have been like a pretty good one, but I don't see it here. So, hmm. but these ones with the little hooky part, that little top hook thing. It's insane. I, I, I'd never seen one before, and I can't remember where I saw it. Like, what? I think it was when I had my first house, and we were doing the kitchen, and it was um, tube and, what do they call knob it? Tube. Knob and tube. Knob, tube. knob yeah. and tube. It sounds like a pub, a knob and tube. <laughs> Should be. Yeah. A pub for electricians. Electricians, right, right. Yeah. And, and only comedians who do electrician jokes humor <laughs> yeah like um fred armerson's like musician and he's got a whole drum special just for drummers it's fantastic um and and he goes through a history of drum kits it's pretty funny anyway um that guy i think like hooked um hooked that thing around one of those knob and tube wires he's like oh this one's live this one's dead this one's you know like and and it was it was interesting um and I wanted it right away because I thought that was the yeah. best thing I'd ever seen um, mm-hmm. just to get information quickly. The problem is they don't think this would test batteries. And actually, I think they just have a battery tester. Like, you could just Something get out, some other you know, thing. Because I think, I think trying to hold these little leads on a battery, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm not even sure why I need it. <laughs> you know what? Everybody <laughs> just, needs it. Because we have, um, you know, we mostly have rechargeable batteries now. Uh, we've mm. switched everything to rechargeable. And, you know, if you feel like it's you feel like it's low, just stick it back in the thing. And, yeah, but you want to know. Uh, yeah, right, right. It seems like, it just seems like a thing that I should have. But, you know, I have a lot of things that I probably don't need. You know what, John? I have a, I got a, I got a, um, a table saw a few years ago. Ooh. And I did not use it for, I did not use it for probably a year. <laughs> but then I did. I have used it a few times. So at least I've actually used it since, the, okay. since I got it. But that my, was like, I, I was like, uh-huh. yeah, I was like thinking I should have a table saw. <laughs> okay. I didn't have an idea of what I was going to do with it, but I just thought I should have one. Uh, you needed it. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So I'm going to send you a link in a moment. But before I do, the table saw triggered a parquet floor moment for me. Oh, yeah. So my hatred of parquet flooring starts 
with the 1970s, you know, late 70s or maybe early 80s, when my mother decided to not have, it was like she saw someone's floor and said, oh, we have a Victorian house, we should do that, instead of the carpet that we, you know, that she, the brown shit carpet that she insisted on putting in. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so (laughs) I'm muting my watch. So... She goes, we're doing parquet floors in the, in the front hallway, in the entryway to the house. And we are not doing them square to the, to the room. We are turning them 45 degrees. Of course. Right? It yep. looks way better. I mean, obviously, that's a smart call for uh-huh. image. You know, it's my inner art director. Yes. Thumbs up. Right. Right. Um, and I remember doing trig with my father to figure out the appropriate... You know, because the walls weren't straight. The house, like the baseboards of that house were made pre-power tools. They oh, were yeah. hand milled. Right. The house was built, you know, there was no, it was an 1800 something house. And so <laughs> that was a fun day. Anyway, <laughs> so we figured out how to do it. Great. And then my dad realized there were two things. One, that we were going to have a shit ton of half and quarter squares that would need to be custom cut to fit all the way around the room. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, this this room was, I'm going to guess it was maybe 15 feet long and 10 feet wide, maybe a little longer. Maybe it was 18 feet long and, and 10 feet wide. So a good size entryway. And... You know, I'm I'm totally misremembering because I was a kid and everything's different when you're a kid. So, but let's right. just say for the for the it was story, four feet. it was four feet. Yeah, yeah, so like three <laughs> inches. So, um, anyway, like, and I said to my father, "We are going to need a portable table saw to make this go quickly." <laughs> and he said, "No, we're going to take this shitty stool that you built in eighth grade, John." Or seventh grade, which was like not my best work. Let's be honest. It was not good. There's probably a quarter inch worth of uh, varnish on that thing. Okay, anyway, we're going to take that little stool, which is like a six inch stool. We're going to take a jigsaw and we're going to bungee cord the jigsaw upside down (laughs) on the stool. No need to buy anything. And it gives us the custom, the finesse that we need. Wow. Wow. I'm like, why don't we just get a table jigsaw? Like, there's enough stuff in this house over the life. I mean, they were constantly doing stuff. They were always working on that house. Like, yeah, get the damn tool. And at the time, I think it was like 49 at the local hardware store at Daryl's. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's 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 three hundred sixty five dollars right now, though. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's more. Let's put it that way. It's okay, more than... How much is three months of your time worth on Saturdays, John? Because uh, that's kind of what it has. <laughs> my, my time? <laughs> yeah. Not that much, but... <laughs> well, pretend <laughs> pretend you had a full-time job yeah, with right. benefits. So, no, 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 no. The point is, it took months. And then, and then, he decided that, okay, actually... What happens with the wood floor like this is there is a runner that goes around the border and it basically comes out like, a, I don't know, inch and a half. It's like, a qu- they call it quarter round, most people. Or 
they do, um, it's like a flat, it's like a slat almost, and it matches the floor. So it's like a wall, I think it was a walnut or something. I don't know what it, what it, whatever the hell it was. But we had these crazy little bump outs in the room. And so you were making these like quarter inch pieces to fit where the mold, the, the baseboard molding bumped mm-hmm. out a little bit. Right. And then the wall turned and the wall wasn't straight. So that was fun. <laughs> and apparently there's some sort of crazy filler weirdness. My, my dad, he, he, he did buy, you know, those little things that's like a gripper and it's got a bunch of stiff wires in it and you stick it up to something and it scrunches and it makes a little like a, a stencil almost of the thing. And then you can trace that onto whatever and cut it. And then I boom, there you go. That, I don't know what that is. No, I'm gonna find that goddamn thing if it kills me. I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> Anyways, like you have, you have your work cut and, out for you because that's so. So that description might not turn up what you're looking for. Yeah, the um, I think it's like a curve finder or something like that. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, it's like the thing um, that you, that has the pins in it, and you stick your face on it, and then your face gets imprinted. But it's it's only in one dimension. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, that, that I get. I get that part, right. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting to, like, I, I'm not sure if this is what you guys were actually, if you would consider this what you were doing, but uh, how, I, I feel like I just, I keep moving, well, I mean, I've only moved into two houses, but it's an effort to try and return it to what it used to be. <laughs> uh, you know, no. Rolling back what someone else has done in order to try to get it back to the way it was originally. And I'm nowhere close. We're certainly nowhere close in this house. And I think we did a decent job, you know, rolling some of it back in in the old house, but uh, still, Mm. you know, got nowhere close. But the thing, I mean, I could tell. So when we moved into that old house, the, the living room and the dining room were hardwood floors, which was nice. Um, And the foyer was carpeted and carpet going up the stairs and so at one point we're like well let's let's rip up the you know we we wanted to do the kitchen but we had someone come in and remove the kitchen floor and realized that that was going to be we would have to like put down it there wasn't hardwood underneath under there it was all screwed up so we just put linoleum back down Mm -hmm. but in the foyer we're like let's see what's let's see what's in the foyer so we pull up the rug in the foyer and um someone had put down uh tortoise shell tile whoa <laughs> and i realized i realized at some point there was that's what the foyer was like there was tortoise shell tile and then the the living room and the dining room were probably carpeted um you know sometime in the 60s and 70s or something something like that and someone someone at least had like <laughs> said this is hideous we're covering this up and uh we're ripping up the, the carpet in the other two rooms but uh, so we we chipped that whole thing up. I mean, we sat oh. there and with just like, oh. just you know, <laughs> chiseling that crap uh, and, off. And it's li- literally real tortoise shell, not pretend, but actual tortoise shell. Well, I mean, it's not actual. I don't think it's actual tortoise shells. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I think it was just like you know, it was a porcelain it, it, or something. Okay, okay, okay. But a porcelain that was. Made but it was to t- look. it was that color. It was like it yes. was like brown green. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't I think I have ugly. a picture of it. I'll see if I can find a picture of it. Um, but uh, it uh, mm-hmm. that was a lot of work. And then when we got down to the you know the floor, it was it was kind of crappy, you know, because it was still so it needed to be it had to be. So we had someone come in and, and redo the whole you know the floors on the first floor, 
you know, just mm-hmm. sand and sand and yep. stain. And that, that was when we were selling, close to selling the house. So we had someone else coming to do that. Yeah. 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 You don't want to, that's not something you want to do. Those, those yeah. sanders are. I, we did do it in one room. We did, we did it in my office. I think I mentioned that last week, but um, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is, yeah, it's a tremendous pain in the ass. And the sanding isn't even the worst part. It's the staining. That's a pain in the ass. It's like so bad as the smell. Oh yeah. 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 And you have to do it multiple times. Yep. Yes, you do. I, when we bought, okay. First of all, I found the tool. It is a yep, contour okay. gauge duplicator. <clears throat> It's actually pretty inexpensive. Um, and, but I would, if you have a home that has no, like a, that's an older home <clears throat> and you need to find a shape of something, this is your friend. Like okay. if you're, and my dad did it. Like he cut these like weird little things. Um, there's this one baseboard that was askew. And so he, he measured the angle, like got levels and it was crazy. And he cut that goddamn thing and he probably did six different cuts to try and get that thing to work. And he finally got it. And it was like, you know, at now that level of OCD, I'm that way about certain things. Like, oh, hold on, I got to get this button aligned on the eight pixel grid. And so I got to do this. Then the, cor- the, the corners are one pixel off on their um, uh, radius. So I got to fix that. And then, you know, like I'm, 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 I have that, that OCD, the like, it must be perfect. I cannot move on in mm-hmm. my life until it is perfect. Yeah. It must be. I'm a slave. I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't either. Which is, you know, good and bad. In so. certain things, right. It's like certain things are like, screw it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, I'm three nails, bam, like, done. If I can get it, if I can get it way better than it was, uh, that's good yeah. enough for me. <laughs> the first house, the very first house that I bought with the X, we, we, bought it and it was carpeted everywhere and the realtor that we were using knew the neighborhood he actually had a project house that he had uh, um that he'd been working on forever and he was trying to restore it back to its original state so he was like on ebay trying to find these horrible fixtures from the 1920s Mm. anyway um he was like you should lift the carpet up and i'll guarantee you after you you know after we bought the house he's like i will guarantee you that there are some amazing wood floors under those, under those carpets. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, that's what we did. And we had them yeah. done before we moved in. That's uh, nice. But there was still some quarter round that had to be put in. Because um, when they rip up the carpet strip, you know, there's that tack strip. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. Right. Yeah. And so we had to cover that with quarter <laughs> round. We had to find the right quarter round. We had to stain it. Had to get the right wood for the quarter. Uh, and then it was like, why are we, like, make it look like the rest of the house. Like, see, there's this detail. Like, why would we, like, go to the hardware store and get shit box quarter round when, you know, we have these gorgeous wood floors that you guys have done an amazing job with. And now you're going to yeah. stick this shitty quarter round on it? Yeah. Again. It's amazing my, how hard it is to find the right kinds of, I mean, particularly like here yeah. where there's a bunch of, I mean, in most, I mean, lots of like old places, old town, old cities and stuff like that. There's old houses that need these parts that are really mm-hmm. still hard to find. Like you go into a hardware store and it's, it all looks like it's, it's just for a modern house. Um, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There then was you have a, to go to some specialty place where oh. it, it's going to cost you like 20 times more. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna look and see. There's a place in. There was a place in L.A. And they were. It was like walking back in time. Um, yeah. And it was on the Brea, 
Hold on. I just missed the slideshow. I think this is it. And I, I remember finding a doorknob drawer full of old doorknobs. Okay, so these were vintage parts. I mean, they were like yes. used. Yeah. They okay. were, they had been used, yeah. but they were like recovered. Mm-hmm. Um, and one doorknob was $120. <laughs> and it was not beautiful. And it, it was like, it had dings in it and stuff. And like, yeah. it wasn't, I mean, it, was, it weighed like four tons, That's but it just thing. was not. And it was, I'm like, are you kidding me? And the guy was like, That's a hundred years old. And I'm like, Uh huh. It looks like it too, buddy. Like, you know, and I'm sure, I'm sure there's probably producers and actors and, you know, people like, you know, yeah, right. They don't think about it and just, they don't care. They just want to have it feel like the house they grew up in or whatever it is. Anyway, yeah. This, I think Liz's antique hardware, that's one of them. Um, and I think there was another one too, but, um, holy God. Maybe it was Orchard. We are, we are talking about, uh, houses changing. Yes. And, uh, did you know that America is changing? And with, it, that. and with it, we face numerous financial challenges. So prudential and financial wellness expert Alexandra Drain are traveling across America, across, across America, to learn more about the changing financial landscape in a new project called The State of Us. Drain has devoted her career to inspiring people to lead healthier, happier, and more engaged lives. For over 20 years, she's consulted with leaders and influential thinkers across the globe. Join her as she partners with Prudential and they travel across the country taking ta- talking to real people from the town with the longest lifespan to the town with the highest birth rate to the smallest town in America. Today, less than half of us believe we're on track to meet our financial goals. Isn't that the truth? The state mm-hmm. of us works to uncover the challenges getting in the way of financial wellness and to teach us how to combat them. Because... While our financial challenges may feel greater than the previous generations, they are not insurmountable. To learn more about the financial challenges facing America, visit prudential.com slash state of us. That's prudential.com slash state, S-T-A-T-E, of us. O-F-U-S. Thank you to Prudential. And the state of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. We, um, so... <laughs> I think one of one of our current problems with this house is at some point the living room was two separate rooms, mm-hmm. and um, the the only the only thing that's left that is a visible sign of that is an air you know those air intake vents, yes, um, yes. and it sticks out in the in, toward the mm-hmm. I mean, just like straight out into the middle of the room, sort of. And I'm sure at one point there was a wall there because it would have been up against the wall. And oh, that yeah. wall is that the wall is no longer there, and the floor, the hardwood floors that are that we that we walk on are not the original ones. These are laid on top of mm. um, whatever is underneath, um, which is like a a darker. So these are light oak, I guess. They're light, it's a lighter, thinner board um, as opposed to the uh, sort of darker wire boards that they used in when the house was originally made which was the same, which was what we had in our old house. We had the darker ones, um, the, the original ones. But um, I want to, the problem is like, it, it's too, the, the living room is too big. Like we can't, mm. you can't, trying to arrange it is just a nightmare. We've never gotten it right. I mean, the people and the people who were in the house before had mostly had it has like, they had the furniture around the perimeter. And it was just like this huge, it was like, what are you doing? Like Greco-Roman wrestling in here? But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> So it's really hard to furnish because it's 
it's too the space is too like there's not enough breaking it up yeah so um yeah. i kind of want to return it to <laughs> to do rooms or at right. least at least separate it you know like it, right. it might not have been like completely two rooms it was probably there probably wasn't a door in between them um or if it was maybe it was like french doors or something um right. or those sliding you know those sliding doors you, pocket I think doors you, yeah yeah um so uh I, but I don't, you know, I don't have the slightest idea how to do it, but, um, I think at some point that would be an awesome thing to do. It's, it's, um, you have to be careful with that because some of those walls are bearing and we load bearing and stuff like that. And yeah. Um, so I just, well, the I house just, hasn't fallen in yet, but oh, that's good. That's a good question though. That they're like, <laughs> cause our bedroom is right above it. Maybe <laughs> you want to, you want to be careful is all I'm saying. Um, but however, if you want to do something like that, they do have, um, you want to get yourself what's called an engineered beam where an engineer comes in and they do some math and they go, yeah. okay, you need a 12 by 18 inch, you know, manufactured beam and it needs to span from here to here. And that is, that will hold know whatever amount of weight that your yeah. bedroom has like your king size california king water well bed. it's already i mean they've, they've already taken it out <laughs> so <laughs> i'm talking about putting it back oh you oh oh you want to restore well i oh, want to restore okay. the wall yeah that's my mm. that's my point is like it's too it's too much of an open mm. this wide open space that's not broken up enough into like logical sections and it, oh, i mean it, i would I think totally that even if you like put sort of like an archway or something you know like i mean not right. like a not a curved archway but you know um mm. they have those sort of like a half wall that maybe has some um columns going mm. up um anyway mm. if i can find an example i'll shoot it to you but um i, I wonder if you could find the plans like like your that's county. the thing we have we have some we have the plans that they made when they re renovated and did away with that stuff but they don't show what it was like originally oh god yeah you know yeah. it's kind of a pain in the ass that's brutal we I haven't gone to the city though so maybe i mean i suppose it's possible the city yeah. has them City the city the does county. not the city does not have a picture of this house unfortunately because they had a picture of our old house from like right after it was built oh man um, in like 2000 no 201919 or something like that i can't remember when that wow. house was built actually i think it was i think it was a little older i think it was more like 1906 or something uh, nice. and then this is like 1916 uh i've i've i got i've shared a couple of links with you um yeah. the the, the crazy vintage store in la but okay then I shared a vent, and I remember that being an issue when we did, uh, in the first house, when we redid the kitchen, because there was a vent that, that fed into the kitchen that we were blocking, and we put in a new vent underneath the sink uh, that would blow out underneath the cabinets to heat the room, mm -hmm. and um, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> but um, we had these crazy giant vents, and they, they stuck out in the room a, a long way. They made a disaster of your baseboard and floor yeah. they were terrible yeah. we have one and, we have one that looks exactly like this or actually and they never worked like they, there was we no directional anything like i've yeah. never seen one that works ever yeah yeah so for 100 bucks the, you can so these are the baseboard. blowers these are the ones where the air comes out right like the forced air yeah. right and when, then on the yeah. fl in the floor we have these like grates these wooden grates that where the air goes in oh like a cold air return well i guess yeah I guess it's, I guess that's what it is, but it's a, you know, ancient wooden thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the air return. Um, got to have those. It's important to have those furnace needs. Apparently. Because mm -hmm. otherwise you don't get enough, uh, yeah. 
you don't get enough crap stuck in them. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's there's that and there's dog and, treats and <laughs> right. There's all kinds of stuff down there. <laughs> One time, so there's in, in the bedrooms, there are these metal, these metal things just to, you know, to get back to kids a little bit, these metal mm-hmm. things that open up and there's no, like, I guess actually the, the way they're supposed to work, it's only supposed to open up like four inches and there is a grate at the yeah. top of the thing. Right. right and it's, catch. This, it's this heavy metal thing. Um, but it doesn't, I think the. That that's that grate pops up or something. And on the one in Hank's room, it didn't doesn't it's like it's either gone or it wouldn't pop up or anything like that. So it just opened. And one time when he was a kid, he did something and we sent him to his room and he was having a fit in his room and he just took a whole bunch of stuff and shoved it down that grate. Oh man. I think you've shared and this story. It's still down there. There's like there's like a there's oh like some of those um you know hard cardboard books like shoved down the grate and I can't reach them. I've tried several times to get them out and I think Curious you'd have to George. like you'd have to rip the wall open and get to get them oh out. Oh my there. god. <laughs> so, they're just in there forever now. You have to use like a nanobot drone. <laughs> yeah, right. You know. I mean, I guess you know, if I called like there's we had someone coming when we moved into this place because it was the, the all the air ducts were full of uh, like dog hair and cat hair because the people oh, who lived God. here before us had dogs and cats. And um so we had a company come in and vacuum out everything. They could probably get it out somehow. They've I bet they have stuff. some they've, they've got, got some tools. tool that will do it. Yeah. Man. I should go with one of these. I should see we are one of our grates is broken. Um some of the like the wood slats on it is broken. I'm looking at these air intake things. I should probably go with one of these metal ones. Yep. Yeah. These cuz these yeah. are nice looking. Um, no, this uh you're at um what you call it the place, the uh Van Dykes? N- no, I'm just I just googled um cold air return. Ah. Well, there's wood registers. I'm trying, uh, yeah, I'm trying no, no. to find the one, the one that looks like ours, but none of these look like ours. Oh, it looks uh, a little bit like this one. Where's the? We want the yeah, air return. Like, like it looks a little bit like this. My grandma had something like this in her house. I'm going to send you this one. It's crazy. Uh, and we were told never to even stand on it or look at it. We were like, <laughs> do not, because the devil is under there. Right. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because they, they were big enough that you could drop a marble yeah. or two in there, Hot Wheels mm-hmm. car. Right, right. Lego. But if it goes in there, no one's getting it. That's right. It's gone. Yeah. Um, And I think my grandma had put like a, a mesh underneath it or something like that, some sort of meshy thing. It was, that was disgusting and smelled horrible. But um, no, 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 man. That, that, those old homes sometimes, like, there was a part of me that wanted to like completely... Just have the registers there, but have them not functional in any way and have like sneaky ones put in that were like those like crazy, you know, where they can pipe the tubes in, in your attic and they're like high pressure, something velocity. They use them in like museums and stuff like that, or or like in, in renovations where they want to keep the structural integrity of the thing. Cause it's like the independence hall in Pennsylvania or something, you know, like right. they want to keep it like that, but they need to cool it and or or heat it and so they put these kind of systems in to to, um keep the structural integrity and and still make it um habitable in modern times i looked at those and those are so expensive those (laughs) it's crazy we did put central air though in that first house and that was i think it was 3500 bucks and we used a really expensive company but um 
They <laughs> gave us a monster air conditioner. That sucker was amazing. <laughs> like our neighbors were jealous. <laughs> we don't, yeah, we don't have central air conditioning. Um, just the heat and the, the heater that we have is so old and I guess was not a very popular unit <laughs> because oh I can't get, I can't get a filter replaced. So oh, I've had no. to. I basically Heck. had to, and it's it's metal. It's this mesh, you know, metal mesh thing. So you're supposed to just rinse it out and put it back in, oh. which is fine. Except it's so old, it's falling up. You know, like the frame is coming. It's been pulled out and put back in so many times that the frame is coming apart. So I basically like I went around to a whole bunch of like hardware places, uh, like I think like last fall, yeah, like a I think like a year ago, and uh, you know, just like specialty stores i mean all this all this stuff and people were like no we don't have to try this other place you know try this weird place in downtown and nobody had it and so finally i just i just took up my like <laughs> pushed it back together and put some duct tape around it and put it back in <laughs> perfect <laughs> and it works you know perfect. i don't know how long it's going to keep working but hopefully it'll work as long as the heater works and then you know we'll just get a new heater that's the worst too that's the worst yeah. too I know I'm not looking. I'm not looking forward to that, obviously. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, well I'll Eventually, tell you what you can it's do. Gonna die, right? But before that happens, John, yes. you might want to do some traveling. And when you travel, you have to have luggage. That's right. That's right. People are another one of our sponsors today. Is away. Away offers high quality luggage that is designed to be resilient, resourceful, and essential to the way you travel. Available in a variety of colors and four sizes, including carry-on sizes that are compliant with all major U.S. airlines, the Away suitcase is lightweight and made with a premium German polycarbonate that's unrivaled in strength and impact resistance. Not to mention, it features a TSA-approved combination lock, four 360-degree spinner wheels, and a patent-pending compression system to help overpackers, which would be me. Better yet, both sizes of the carry-on are able to charge anything that's powered by a USB cord, a single charge will power your iPhone five times. I have not ver verified the five-time claim, but I will verify that it, it has charged multiple phones and got everybody to a, a usable degree before we got on the plane. Nice. Um, you need that. You <laughs> pop the battery out. So <laughs> to that, keep right, everybody you happy, you need a good charge getting on the plane. That's right. Um, and you can pop, so you pop it out and you can carry it on your, um, like your, like you get a carry-on and then a personal item. And you could put that in your personal item, let's say a backpack or a, you know, tote or whatever, and have it at your seat. It's awesome. Anyway, um, so I have done, I, like I said, like being able to like, okay, you get the charger for, you know, 20 minutes mm -hmm. and go. Um, that is a huge, huge thing. Uh, and I, I really can't stress that enough as when you travel with uh, kids with their devices. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so you don't want to you don't want to be on there with a the kid whose whose uh, iPhone is dying. <laughs> Speaking you know, you from do not. personal. <laughs> so they they say try out away for a hundred days, vibe with it, travel with it, Instagram it, and and if at any point you decide it's not for you, return it for a full refund. Um, shipping is free within the lower forty eight states, and thanks to Away's lifetime warranty, if anything breaks, they'll fix it. So you have nothing to lose. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash TTCA and use the promo code TTCA during checkout. That's awaytravel.com slash TTCA and the promo code TTCA for $20 off your Away suitcase. Thank you, Away, for sponsoring today's show. 
Yeah. Um, I, um, yeah. The, the, the nice, <laughs> it's, it's a nice thing to have powered, <laughs> powered up devices getting on the plane. It really is. It really um, is. Otherwise, you know, like you will get to the point where you have to, you know, loan your phone to, <laughs> to the kid. Um, I think I need to go, uh, after our, we recorded our last show, John, I, um, I needed, I, I decided to jump in on the new iPhone. Oh yeah. Is that right? 10 S max. 10 S max. I did it. Good grief. And, and I also sprang, I'm using it as a write-off as a business expense, which I can mm-hmm. do. Unlike some other things that Lex has questioned and you may have questioned also <laughs> in my tax advice to sole proprietors. We did not write off our Disney cruise. <laughs> you have to work did in not, marketing. You have to work in advertising. Think about it. <laughs> well, yeah, I think you have to work in advertising because you can count it as research. So um, anyway, um, the phone is interesting. Um I'm terrified to let a child touch it. It was so expensive. <laughs> and I'm going in next week to be with my kids in Utah. We're going to go and do a little family trip, just me and my girls. And I'm going to, oh, obviously I'll have the phone with me. And I'm trying to figure out how we're going to do it. Like, what's the deal with, um, do I need to get a better case? Because we're going to be hiking um, what's the battery life going to be? I, this is like its first stress test is this trip. Right. And, um, you know, I bought like a leather case for it, like the Apple leather case, but the camera is amazing. It really is the, especially when you have decent light, not even like great light, but just decent light. Um, it's, it's like, it shoots raw photos that you have some leeway to, doctor so if you keep the raw photo or you shoot with an app that lets you shoot the raw you have some major um i'm trying to use the right terminology you you get extra stops worth of exposure where you can like Mm -hmm. scrunch it like you can darken it or lighten it and it doesn't crush the image okay um you can like adjust highlights and shadows and things like that and you can like if if the image was uh exposed at a weird in a weird way or whatever if you um if you know what you're doing, especially with Lightroom or something like Snapseed, although I have not played with Snapseed with this latest phone, but Lightroom for sure lets you do spot edits and it also lets you do um, pretty dramatic, like let's say, oh, the sky looks blown out and you drag the little highlights thing down and all of a sudden, wait, there's all this detail in the sky that doesn't show up because of the way it was exposed, but the raw data is there and I can get to that raw data by using this anyway math Mm -hmm. and crazy controllers so i'm impressed with the phone with the camera part i'm not i'm not impressed with control center (laughs) what what did you have before again i don't know i had a seven plus okay so so i did the max the max phone yeah uh animoji the memo animoji's cute memoji's bullshit doesn't look a thing like me not a thing Um, but okay. FaceTime calls are really fun with it. If you, if you FaceTime call somebody that has like the, uh, fairly recent hardware, because you can stick a an emoji on you and like it maps your face in 3d and it'll be funny. But they also okay. have these like little sketchy things that you can like drag and wherever you drag them, it kind of puts them in relation 
to you. So if you move the the arrow or the burst or whatever it is, text, it will move with you. And you can like, it's almost like, um, um, a, not, it's, uh, what is it? Reality. Not, it's not AR, right? Like, um, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever the right. word is that the A stands for. Cause I'm, uh, old. alters, augmented, augmented. Thank you. Yeah. You're Jeez. augmenting it with like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're laying things over top of reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, and it maps them to a point in space and it kind of makes them 3d too. So that if you like move the phone you, in or yeah. out, it does, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, kind of pointless i mean it's fun yeah i, guess, I know that's you know. the thing i mean some of them look amazing but um you're like you know when you're done you're kind of like okay well okay that didn't really Did change that. my life but it yeah. looked neat um the other big thing i think this is probably my biggest ding against it aside from the control center being in a dumb location <laughs> that i think the control center needs to be a uh up and to the left like from the bottom yeah, I, up and I think stroke that, left. Well, it seemed like for most people that would make more sense. I mean, or you should be able to pick which side you want it on. Right. Position it. Ideally, because other people, you know, I mean, I hold my phone with my left hand, but other people probably hold it with their right. Right. So it just, and the other, but the bigger one, I think even bigger than that, is that FaceTime does not like bedtime reading. Like it will not unlock. So I have to type in my big long passcode. So face ID. Face ID. Yeah. Excuse me, Face okay. ID, not FaceTime. Face yeah. ID, thank you. Yeah. I'm still getting used to it, Face ID. Um, yeah, somebody, yeah, I've heard that before too. And I don't it, know why it won't. It, it just, is it just the, it's just not angles. Angle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did that though. I did like a lay down, scan my face thing. Uh-huh. And um, interesting. I mean, it's interesting. Okay. Um, I, the other thing I don't like is that you have to tap the screen to get it to like... I could just pick it up and push and like lay my thumb on the button. We didn't, we didn't have to push just lit, you know, phone is on the button Yeah, and it would be like, okay, unlocked, done. And that was way faster than face, face ID. Yeah. Like way faster. I have to pick it up, tap the screen, wait for the thing. Then I can swipe up. Hmm. Pain in the butt. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Apple, I'm sure our, an- our ancestors would agree with you. <laughs> uh huh. Well, for the amount of money that this goddamn phone costs, I gotta tap costs, my phone. <laughs> well, if you're like Jack, you're running two companies off your phones, and that's great. That's right. Yeah. That's so he needs he needs it to unlock as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. He does. So he can critical. So see, the, more, see what more Nazis are. He's <laughs> just about to go there. Form. Yeah. <laughs> Get to the Nazi hate faster. Um, no, so uh, uh, I. So oh, are you worried? Uh, are you worried that you're gonna like you know hand it to the nine year old and just gonna drop on yeah, and the then ground it's, and that's that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm assuming you. I'm assuming you got it. You know, you had you got Apple Care. Oh yeah, and that yeah. I bought the expensive Apple Care too, which is like yeah. the another hundred dollars for theft and loss. Yeah, right. Which is so how much? It's like two hundred. Something uh, two ninety nine for two ninety nine really two ninety nine John <laughs> shit two I got I That's got a the battery phone, I got the right? battery I mean, replaced on my SE <laughs> they, they, how much was it twenty nine dollars <laughs> That's fantastic I need to go do that with my I'm going to use this as long as I can I need to do that with my six my old six the thing that's crazy to, is what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring the um the old I'm going to you know erase my two older 
well, I can't race the six because there's Minecraft levels on it, but um, <laughs> there's a, there's a, um, I've got my seven that I can bring and uh, they can use that. Oh, there their, you go. Yeah. Their play on thing. Right. Um, no, um, what else? Uh, something, something breakable. Bring something breakable. Right, right. Yeah. The last time we did uh, a trip like this, we spent some time on the road and we were listening to Hello from the Magic Tavern. Oh, yeah. And as you know, that's an R-rated, or definitely PG-13, but there's also some R-rated territory they get into. Sure, in some of those. right. Yep. And so we had to fast forward uh, some of that. But mm-hmm. that... Um, that was a bonding experience for all of us. I'm hoping to find something like that that we can listen to on the yeah. road. Cause it, it yeah, Hank the... and I listened to a bunch of Magic Tavern as well. Uh, not recently, but um, early on in the, the lifespan of the show. So I haven't, I haven't listened for a while, so maybe it's time to catch up. Yeah. But um, I'm looking forward to this trip because four years ago we did this trip. I can't believe it's been that long. And um, Marlo, is, is, she's my youngest, and she gets car sick really easily. And mm-hmm. we're going to try this test. And I don't know if I mentioned the russet potato car sickness. There's a no. woman on Instagram that swears that her doctor told her to do it and that her kid is awesome with it. And if you hold a russet potato, no other kind of potato will do it. It must be a russet. The kid must hold it. It must touch them in some way. And that, for whatever reason, is a cure for car sickness. We're going to test that on this trip i think you're being i think you're being pranked <laughs> uh possibly but, but i did some research and um i didn't do a well, lot I mean, maybe it's maybe it's psychosomatic you know maybe it's a, a placebo well, that works that's kind of what i was thinking um i'm searching potato parsic mm. um okay home remedy for motion sickness car sickness seasickness that's my natural ailment. Doesn't doesn't seem like there's no Mayo Clinic or a WebMD here in any of these results. So yeah, uh, but Surprise. I am gonna try. We're gonna test it. Yeah, Shh. we're gonna test it. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Well, hey, oh wait, also, oh, today, also bring a bucket. Mm-hmm. It looks like um, that the Today Show may have covered this. Um, not necessarily leisure. <laughs> Not necessarily right, well, a sign that it's 100% true. No, 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 no. I'm going to okay. do some some work on this, though, and I'll have some follow-up, Um, which reminds me I won't be here for next week's show because we're going to be driving in a so car. So it's just going to be me? Apparently, it's just going to be you, <laughs> Morin, and uh, be... <laughs> James Thompson. Talking about fatherhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, you're going to want to tune in for that one. <laughs> That's going to be a hot, hot show. Yeah, because mm-hmm. is Lex even on this show anymore? We don't even know. We don't even know. Yeah, hard to tell. He said he'd be back next week. So he's all buddy buddy with Conan now, which I, you know, that's right. Look, good yeah. for him, right? Good for Lex. Sure. Good for the, good for podcasting. Yay. Right. Awesome. So. But we miss you, Lex. Um, and uh, yeah. Happy potato holding to all. 